1: Boom DDCH No so you are up with your act like you are gun control throne
0: No so you are up with your
3: act like you are gun the Nothing um I'm in an empty room today can you hear it Yeah, I hear a little echo. I got an echo going. Uh, Samantha's painting this room, so everything's gone out of it. So you got just a bare room, just you and four walls, huh? Just me and the four walls, and it's creating quite the the audio here. I kind of like it. Right on. It feels like I'm in a giant room, but it's not. How big a room? Uh, Just just your normal-sized room. Yeah, bedroom. okay, gotcha. I um, thought you were in a closet for some reason. Nope, no closet. We're in just a normal-sized room, and uh, it, but it feels like I'm in a stadium right now.
0: Yeah, seriously.
3: I gotta tell you, Jeff, we started this hot dog shit. Yeah, man. It's, it's, How's it catching up? I don't know. This hot dog thing is just taking the wrestling world by storm. These hot dog signs are just popping up. Yep. And I think we should take credit for it. Yeah, I think we should too. It's probably not just, but you know, you got to put your stake somewhere. Yep. You got to have somewhere to plant your flag. We came out strong. Talking about that hot dog. We've been talking about hot dog for years. We we even yeah. when when Kurt Angle comes out, we do the hot dog. Yeah. Hot, hot dog. dog. <laughs> hot dog. Hot dog. So it started with the uh, Where's the Hot Dog sign guy. Remember him? Yep, down the front of the ramp a couple weeks back. Yep, he did two episodes and now he's out of there. And then last night, or that one was on Raw, I believe. Yeah, Raw. So we had a gentleman in Memphis, Tennessee, had a sign that said, Hot Dog, we're on Raw. (laughs) Had a nice drawing of a hot dog and everything. I was pretty proud. It was it was the ballpark frank. Yeah. <laughs> it was no uh, it was it was no Vienna sausage.
0: No sir.
3: So guess what I just saw about an hour ago? What's that? I saw that you welcomed yourself into twenty nineteen and joined <laughs> and joined Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I got on the grab. Who convinced you to do that?
0: He sent me a reminder text. He was hitting me pretty strong when I was back in Peoria about getting out the gram, but he sent me a reminder text.
3: He's like, you need to get out of the gram, dude. Nice. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not really sure what I'm doing on it at all. So. Well, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Follow accounts that you like, stuff that you might... I'll, I'll send you the choice nugs as far as the wrestling accounts. For sure. Oh, you're gonna yeah, you, you have to do a social media blackout to avoid spoilers. Okay. I'm gonna have to get used to that. Yeah, there there is spoilers. I mean the spoilers come in right when it airs. Oh Jesus. Lots of spoilers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was excited to see that. Um another cool update we have is uh Lucha bear is gonna be joining us next week for the podcast. Yep, for the uh, the go-home show for the Royal Rumble. Nice. Yep, so we'll try to figure that out. And he's been wanting to get on, so I thought that would be a good episode for him since it's the go-home show. And sure. there's a good amount to talk about. We can get an outside, a, uh, a special guest prognosticator. Yep, yeah, we, we got through. Is Wolf's our only one? I think Wolf's are only one, yeah. Not, we had Jay, we had Jason. Oh yeah, we had Jason. Jason did some guesses for us. That's nice, well, be a blast. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good. I think we'll have him on through Skype, so I can try to figure that out. And maybe if that works well, we can start doing you on Skype, or maybe we'll just stick you to the old school phone call. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, give it that sports radio feel. Yeah. So, Alright. yeah, I think uh, I think this was a pretty this is a pretty good week in wrestling. What'd you think?
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's decent. I wasn't I wasn't amazed by it, but uh, kept kept you on your toes. I, I'm not quite sure what's going on, but
3: <laughs> you you didn't like it as good as last week's.
0: I thought last week Raw came out real hard.
3: They did come out strong.
0: And they kind of weakened a little bit. Smackdown, Smackdown was interesting too. But yeah, let's, let's get into some shit.
3: Yeah, let's do it. I agree. Um, if anybody's digging what they're hearing, uh, subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or iTunes. Rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at BoomDDT. And show a little love. Just show a little fucking love. Just show a little bit. So this week we're all from Memphis, Tennessee. Is that not the is that not the home of Jerry the King Lawler? Sure is. Hell yeah. Uh, so from the, Mississippi. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Didn't we figure that out in the hardcore holiday segment? We sure did. Sometimes you learn a little geography here. You never know. <laughs> so this one starts out with a very old school limo pull up yep which I always enjoy oh yeah
0: who's in the limo
3: yeah you know it's gonna be Vinnie Mac yeah so it's Vince uh Braun <clears throat> Vince comes out he has his little peon buff out a spot on the side of the uh limo there
0: uh that's classic
3: yep and then Braun comes out to the ring and that's where we see the hot dog sign. Yep, Right <laughs> at the top of the show. Right at the top of the show which I was very excited about. Um, not much... I don't remember... I don't even remember what Braun... Do you remember what Braun says here? Uh,
0: he's saying something about Beastie Boy again and just talking that nonsense.
3: Yeah, he's talking about... Um, the match with him and Brock. Uh, Baron comes out and says Braun can't beat Brock. And Baron says he's going to win the Rumble. Um, anyway, pisses he somehow pisses Braun off. So Braun chases Corbin in the backstage era, area and loses him. Uh, he throws one of the Singh brothers over a table out of frustration. Yeah. Um, this one had another run-up shot, which I was pretty excited about. Yeah, and then we got another run-up shot. So Vince is still listening to the podcast. Good for him. He's still, uh, he's still taking her cues. Um, Braun gets out of the camera site and we hear a guitar. And it's Elias. And Elias tells Corbin through song. Or he tells Braun through song that Corbin is hiding in the limo. So you know what's going to happen next. Braun does his classic meat stack. And uh, smashes the window, rip, <laughs> <laughs> rips off the door of the limo, Corbin escapes and runs, Vince sees it, and Vince finds Braun hundred hundred grand for, rip, <laughs> for ripping the door off of the limo, which seems a little steep to me. It's, it's
0: Vince, he doesn't like to be, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
3: He doesn't, doesn't like to be
0: delayed in any way, shape, or form, and he is on his way out for some reason.
3: Well, that Andy doesn't like any insubordination. <laughs> that too. I mean, you get no chance. No. No chance in hell. You got no chance. So Vince strips him of so not so. Braun says that the limo is not worth a hundred grand. So Vince strips him of his title shot at the Rumble. Yep. So, what do you think of this? Do you think uh, Bronze just still not recovered from the surgery, or what's going on here?
0: It's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be injury-related, but I feel like we would have heard something about that.
3: Yeah, it's super weird. I, he, maybe he's just not recovered from the surgery?
0: Yeah, I mean... Um... How did, they, they didn't ex, they didn't say he was having
3: surgery, did they? Like in Faith? Cape Cape? No, they just said uh Or no, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did, but they explained the surgery with when Baron Corbin smashed his arm on the steel steps with a chair. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they so, did, they did mention the the surgery.
0: So I don't know why they just did go with a medically cleared route.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Like this seemed like a pretty silly way. It was uh, it was pretty weird. Yeah. Well one thing
0: I liked about the top of it was um when uh, Baron Corbin came out and started spewing his trash, like Braun perfectly vocalized my frustration with Corbin. He's like, Oh shut up,
3: Baron. Yeah, when he said, uh, he said, well, you're not in charge anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you got fired. <laughs> it was pretty good. I, I, I remember that, too. I like that. Because Corbin still walks out and
0: interrupts everyone like he owns the damn place. No music or nothing. Just whoa, 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 whoa.
3: Yeah. He's still wearing his substitute teacher outfit. Yep. So, Uh, Braun ends up, we forgot to mention, Braun ends up flipping the limousine. Of course. Yeah. You know he's going to flip the limousine. That's a given. Now,
0: uh, I got to ask you, because I'm a fool for this all the time. Was the door real?
3: Was the flip real? I don't think, I don't know. The door, I don't know what to tell you about the door, because it looked like Corbin just kind of opened it for him. (laughs) <laughs> and then i don't I don't know if I don't know if he ripped it off or what and I seriously doubt the flip was real but it looked like uh the door
0: was held out by a piece of paper even before it got ripped off
3: yeah I'm sure it was all staged but they did a decent job of covering up the flip like yeah you could tell it wasn't him but it looked okay
0: yeah. The intertwining of uh, backstage shit that's been going on lately.
3: You mean like the back and forth? Huh? You mean like the back and forth? I just mean like uh, when they go from one story to another seamlessly backstage because two people walk by each other or something like that. No oh, yeah, they like have very minor with Elias. Elias just kind of
0: butted in and gave his spot, but like they did it multiple other times during the week.
3: Yeah, they did do it a lot. I don't know. I've always been a big. I always like the backstage shit, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. But yeah, I never. I didn't really notice it like that though. They did do a lot of that this week.
0: Mhm. So that that was that was a long, creative way of uh, telling us that we have an open slot for the
3: Rumble. Yep. So that's uh, interesting. Yep. Then we had, um, Ronda and Sasha versus Nia, Nia and Tamina, which I'm never a fan of team teaming the people that are supposed to be going against each other at the next pay per view together. No, not at all. And they they did it really weird this time. Yeah. Um, not much to say about the match. It was super quick. Uh, Ronda and Sasha win. Sasha goes over to Tamina with the bank statement. Um, but then after the, after the match, there was an in-ring interview and Ronda looked like hella weak. Like, I don't know why they did it like this. It but, was interesting for sure. Like everything Sasha said, R- or Ronda would say something, Sasha would take offense and Ronda would be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean
0: it like that. Like, no. Yeah. Why, why is Ronda acting stupid? Like, you know what you're saying?
3: And why does it matter? You're supposed to be, you're facing each other. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You didn't mean it. Like, who cares?
0: Yeah, the the quote that uh, Ronda first offended Sasha with is, uh, it'll be an honor to make you tap out at Royal Rumble. Yeah. It just went from there with your goddamn stupid little fucking inadvertent offenses and shit.
3: Yeah, and she just, like, Ronda just kept looking soft, like, even to the point where she followed... Uh, Sasha like down the, ra- down the ramp to like apologize
0: oh, I... yeah she did do that didn't she yeah that it makes her look like Bailey or something
3: yeah like you guys don't have a relationship like why does it matter no I don't know I didn't like that at all and I was excited I mean I'm still excited but I wanted the Sasha and Ronda match like I thought that was cool but this was a real bummer
0: yeah side note 9 to me it's
3: looking real weak yeah true that like when they, they got squashed here yeah when they first came out I was so excited like I thought this was gonna be some hardcore ass beatings being handed out
0: they're quite the opposite i uh, I mean how many matches have they
3: won yeah it's been the complete opposite yeah I don't know and like every time Tamina gets tagged in the announcers like try to push her like Good. yeah they always try to heat her up like Oh, and every time we see Tamina, she's she's twice as crazy. It's like, what? Yeah. They never even let her win.
0: Seriously.
3: So, yeah, very odd. Um, that leads us to Vinnie Mac comes out, and we're going to get to the bottom of this goddamn universal title situation. And he barely gets a word in and Cena's music hits, of course. Yeah, and Cena pleads his case says he knows Vince is going to ask for somebody to step up and he's that man and uh, Vince tries to talk again gets interrupted by Drew McIntyre Drew says he deserves it then Baron Corbin comes out he wants the match and then Finn Finn Balor interrupts us and reminds us that he was the universal champion he was the inaugural <laughs> champion and he he never got his rematch. He wants a shot, Jeff.
0: He didn't. He didn't. Did ask for a rematch, though. So he just hinted that like he, he eased off a little bit.
3: I was honestly disappointed he didn't.
0: Yeah, I was, I was like, oh god, here we go, Finn. Tell me what I know.
3: I wanted him to ask for it so bad. Like, just come on, because I because I figured he was gonna get it this time. Yeah. So it's like, come on, ask for that. Ask for that rematch.
0: <laughs> that two-year-old
3: rematch. Yeah, so the best part about this was when Finn comes out and Vince starts talking about all the beef in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're, you're a good wrestler or whatever, but look at all this beef. <laughs> Seriously, you can tell he listens to the podcast. Look at all, look at all this beef in the ring. <laughs> There's a lot of beef. there, there really it, wasn't that much beef. No, I mean, obviously. I mean, Corbin's pretty tall. Uh, McIntyre's got some beef.
0: Yeah, McIntyre's the one beefy boy.
3: I mean, Cena's... They're all relatively beefy, but there wasn't a ton of beef. No. It wasn't the kind of beef we're talking with Braun and Brock. No. Big show. It wasn't wasn't your Chuck roast. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: No. No, yeah. uh, there could be
3: more beef. Yeah, it was just a couple of New York strips.
0: Yeah, a couple of skinny strips.
3: <laughs> um, Finn claims that Vince never believes in him, and then Finn attacks everyone and fight breaks out. And Vince, of course, does the classic wrestling, and he goes ahead and makes a mental note of how many guys are in the ring. <laughs> he says, One, two... Three, four. Okay, fatal four way between you four. Winner faces Brock at Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's that simple. So, when when you heard this, what'd you think? Who do you think's gonna win? Cena. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking Cena too.
0: Because I was still really confused why they threw Braun out. Yeah, so I mean, as in, like most WWE fans, been looking for Braun versus Brock, and then they gave us a little squash match, and that was it. Yeah. So.
3: Yep, I thought they were gonna go back to Cena as well. I mean, why not?
0: Uh, that that would have scared me.
3: Oh yeah. I don't want to get number seventeen. Yep. Nope. Nobody wants to see him overtake Flair. But
0: the kids probably do. But yeah.
3: I mean, well, the thing is, like those 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 like sixteen. You know, they're they're so subjective. Like, which titles are we counting? Yeah. Because like Flair has way more than sixteen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, totally. So I don't know, but for some reason they're sticking with Flair has sixteen and Cena has sixteen. Sixteen-time champ.
0: Yep, a little tight.
3: So anyway, Jinder Mahal uh, backstage with Vince bitching that he's not in the the final the Fatal Four Way. So Vince says, pick a competitor a competitor out of those four. If you beat the competitor tonight, you take their place in the match. So Jinder selects Finn Balor funny thing
0: about this is, uh, Ginder at the top of the promo accidentally called Vince Vince instead of Mr. McMahon. And yeah. then
3: immediately after doing that, Vince is like, you know what? I like you. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I'm like what? He just called you Vince. Normally you would fucking fire someone for that.
3: Yeah, and then Ginder, like, totally took it back super quick. Yeah, he did. Um, after. <clears throat> So yeah, at that point I was like, I don't know. I, I figured Finn would win that one for sure. Yeah, but I thought maybe they wanted more beef in the ring. <laughs> Vince was talking about his beef earlier.
0: It was a good match though.
3: Yeah, that was a good match. It was pretty quick though, wasn't it?
0: Uh somewhat. Gender, well, it's kind of quick, but uh, Ginder had attacked him before the match started.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: So, officially it was quick, but it still was like normal time overall.
3: Yep, so that one uh, Finn wins via coup de grace. Yep, yeah, makes a miraculous comeback. Yeah, because gender, gender had him going pretty good there in that one, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, before that, we had a backstage promo with Dean, but I didn't care.
0: No, you care less. I didn't even write it down.
3: So I had no idea what he said.
0: <laughs>
3: Did you happen to catch any of that?
0: No, I mean, I, I saw Dean's eyes, and I, I, I turned my ears off.
3: <laughs> Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. dog. That's what we're missing, man. We're missing some hot dog on my raw. Yeah. I need that chili.
2: I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting
0: me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed.
2: New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Visit hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday.
0: Like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the
3: purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. Good dog. Man, I, yeah, maybe, maybe he'll come in at the rumble. Oh, he better, dude. Dog. I better see a rumble dog with a side of angle slam.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then next was uh, one of my stars. I actually... Uh, was a big fan of this match, and beforehand, I was saying, give it to Bobby.
3: Yeah, dude, this was a great fucking match, and you're right, that was awesome. Yeah. This may have been, I don't know, the main event was really good, too, but it was super quick. Yeah. So, you, yeah, this might have been the match of the night for Raw. I, we are talking, of course,
0: about an Intercontinental Championship match, Triple Thread with, uh, Bobby Bobby Boy Lashley, uh, Seth freaking Rollins and <laughs> Dean needles in your ass and staring at your eyes while I don't care. Ambrose.
3: I have in my note and it auto corrected to Dan Ambrose. <laughs> Dan Ambrose. Yeah, which is kind of funny. I kind of like that. Well, if he keeps giving us bland promos
0: like this, I might start start calling him Dan Ambrose.
3: Yeah, bland Dan Ambrose. <laughs>
0: That's
3: awful. <laughs> but yeah, this is a triple threat for the IC title. Hell of a match. Uh, Leo Rush is heavily involved. Yeah, pretty heavy. And I gotta give it to Leo and Lashley. Their characters have really grown a long way here. Yeah. Because Leo at first, oh man, when he had the mic and he was doing his hype man while Lashley was wrestling, that was terrible. Yeah. Oh man, he just—he only had a couple lines. He had nothing, else, no more tricks in the bag, no. and it was just really bad. And then in this in this match, it like all kind of it it came together really well. He was spot on. Like he only had a couple spots in the match, but he was spot on with them.
0: Dude, he had he had spy busters throughout the match that were fucking. They they were they were boom spy busters.
3: Yeah, I remember one on Seth that was like it was it was uh, Farouk esque.
0: Yeah, yeah, Farouk and The Rock. I think I think Farouk and The Rock gave the best five busters.
3: Yeah, for me, it's got to be Farouk.
0: Yeah, you might be right. He did like the throwdown technique. It's very badass.
3: Yeah, where they just put the arm right in your chest.
0: Yeah, looks like a tackle.
3: Yeah, Uh, is that kind of tackle legal in the NFL? I don't know. I guess it would be, but maybe, probably not on a quarterback, right? You're not supposed to drive the quarterbacks into the ground.
0: Yeah. You can't even, yeah. Yeah. You can't give a DDT to a quarterback either. (laughs)
3: You can't even fart on a quarterback.
0: Nope. So, uh, yeah, they have spine busters. Did Ambrose do anything cool in this match or did he just fart around?
3: Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't make any notes on, on, uh, you said Ambrose? Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't make many notes on, on, uh, Bland Dan Ambrose. There's a very
0: brief alliance with him and Rollins. I thought that was very weird.
3: Yeah, they were doing like the shit they used to do in the Shield. Yeah. A little throwback. Um, but yeah, it was a really good match, uh, and we got ourselves a new Intercontinental Champion in yeah, Bobby Lashley. Do, this will do great for Bobby,
0: I think. Uh, I like his heel character. It's definitely more interesting.
3: Yeah, and like I said, with Leo now, like Leo's really come on. I'm digging it. Yeah. Is he the uh, what what's his new thing now? Is he the amazing or the unstoppable or what is he? The Almighty. Oh, the Almighty. The almighty Bobby Lashley. The almighty Bobby Lashley, your new Intercontinental Champion. First time, too. You think that's uh, pretty surprising? Oh, yeah, super surprising. I didn't see that one coming.
0: No, for the amount of hype that he used to get back in, like, the mid-2000s.
3: So do you think we see this rematch at Royal Rumble? With these three? Or just with Dean?
0: Uh, Dane versus Lashley. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a snoozer. I don't want anything. I don't want that.
3: No, I don't either. I'm just saying. Do you think we're gonna see it?
0: Um. God damn, it's only two weeks away. I think they're gonna forego an Intercontinental Title match in lieu of a Rumble.
3: Yeah, I mean it makes sense because they already have one, two, three, four, five. They already have seven matches besides the two Rumbles right now.
0: And another reason I wanted Lashley to get the title was that frees up, it frees up, um, I guess Ambrose now, but more importantly, Rollins. Yeah. To get away from the IC title, he needs to move up for the WWE title.
3: Yeah. And this would make a lot of sense. Yeah. So. We, because uh, I'm, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, because I mean, you you gotta you gotta think we might be seeing Seth Rollins versus. Uh, Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania at this point.
0: Yeah, that, that's a possibility.
3: So, Seth could Seth could very well win the Rumble.
0: So, up next, we have Episode 2 of A Moment of Bliss. Yep. And, uh, this was, uh, a little longer
3: than the first episode. There was a little bit uh, more meat in these potatoes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Bliss finally gives us a follow-up on the women's tag situation. So she unveils, she shittily unveils the belts. The belts look great.
3: Yeah, the belts are sick. Super excited about the belts.
0: Yeah, I'm glad they're not the classic diamond-studded WWE design. They went with the gold plate. I like the gold plate.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, just anything besides that. I didn't want to see that again.
0: And it's not a colored band either. Like the belt itself is not raw, red
3: or blue. The strap?
0: Yeah, the strap.
3: Yeah, the strap's white, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Alexa shittily, you're right. She does shittily unveil it. Um, <laughs> shittily unveils the WWE Women's Tag Team titles, which I'm super excited about. Who, who do you want the inaugural champs to be, Jeff? Well, before we say that, we should mention that the inaugural champs will be decided at the Elimination Chamber where three of the ta- three women's tag teams from Raw and three women tag teams from SmackDown face each other and the surviving the Surviv- survivors will be the new WWE women's tag team champions. Yep. Yeah. So who do you want to be the inaugural champs?
0: Uh, I'd say nine Tramina, probably, just to give them something to
3: do. I am gonna go the Iconics.
0: I want to go with them, but I'd save them for you because I know you're big on them.
3: Yes, I'm big on the uh-huh. Iconics. I hope that I hope that happens, but they need to start winning some goddamn matches before that happens.
0: Yeah, yeah they're still jobbing.
3: Yeah, they're jobbing like crazy. It's so annoying.
0: Uh, Sasha and Bailey would be interesting. Yep. I haven't seen Bailey much recently. Is she still around?
3: Yeah, she's around. I don't know if she's getting Hulu cut or what.
0: Oh, yeah, they. Uh... So then, after that uh, news, Paul Heyman comes out. And uh, he's a special guest on A
3: Moment of Bliss. And. Alexa might as well not talk, because hammond has got it from here. Yeah, he basically just sat down and was like, okay, that's enough of you. Yeah, he's a fucking pro. Did she even ask him a question?
0: Yeah, I think she had a question and a comment or two, but he just took took the reins and said, I'm driving this horse.
3: Yeah, and he just basically did a Brock Lesnar promo, right?
0: Yeah. And that got a... Weirdly interrupted.
3: Yeah, very oddly interrupted by uh, our boys, the Steak and Weights boys. Yep. Otis, what's his name? Otis Dozovich? Oh, I I
0: didn't know he had a last name. Just kept calling him Otis.
3: Yeah, Otis Dozovich or something and Tucker Knight of Heavy Machinery. Give it up for Heavy Machinery. So I was, I about that. Did you forget about that?
0: Yep, I uh, totally
3: did. I'll bring it back. Um, so yeah, I was pretty excited. I was definitely excited to see him. Super weird way to introduce him. Yeah, I mean, have
0: they, to this point, have they shown any of the new talent? Or was this the first uh, appearance of any of the new talent?
3: Well, I don't know, because we got the Hulu cut, bro. That's true. I think all I think they all got shown on Raw, and we only saw them. Okay, so
0: yeah, on Raw, the first appearance on the Hulu Cup was uh, during Paul Heyman's beautiful promo. All of a sudden, you see this creepy motherfucker come up. He's like, "Oh
3: yeah, pretty lady," like staring all creepily at Alexa. Yeah, he reminded me of Fat Bastard. <laughs> kind of did. Like, did he not take a little page out of Fat Bastard's book? I think so. Yeah, he was doing a lot of that. Like, oh yeah. Smells like carrots and throw up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but uh, then his tag team partner in security ended up getting him because he was just mesmerized by Alexa Bliss's beauty, apparently, and just staring at her awkwardly.
3: Yeah, that that was super weird. And then he started messing with the belts, I think. Did he, he was sitting but, around? The belts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know these guys' characters, so I don't know if this is normal for them or what's up with them. But it must but I, be cuz on SmackDown it was more of the same. Yeah. So, I was I was okay with it.
0: Yeah. And uh, that that was that was the end of Miss Bliss. Another uh, weird addict to Moment of Bliss. We we might get a full episode one of these weeks. But we're 0 for 2 so
2: far.
3: Yep. Yep, so that one leads us to your main event. <clears throat> the Fatal 4-Way. Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and John Cena. Winner gets to face Bork Laser at the Royal Rumble.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> so this one was a lot faster than I thought it would be.
0: Yeah. Here. I think they only gave him like fifteen minutes.
3: Uh Finn had a had a had a boom tornado DDT. Yeah, he did. That was dope. Uh, uh
0: besides that, I mean nothing really pops out here. I, I think McIntyre probably did a few claymores, didn't he? Oh
3: yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, I agree. Nothing pops out here. But the winner is kind of a surprise. We get um, winner via coup de grace, Finn Balor, and he wins over John Cena, which was kind of crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, up until this point, I just thought that whole Balor gender thing was just filler, and then Balor surprised me by winning it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I really didn't know who's gonna win, but I didn't think it'd be Finn. I mean, they've just been keeping him at the mid card. Uh, you know, purgatory forever. Yeah. So I didn't, you know,
0: you know, Vince likes his beef for the main events.
3: He loves his beef. He's been talking about beef all night.
0: Yeah. He's a hungry boy.
3: He is. Uh, after Finn wins, John Cena gives him like a quick, uh, promo after and says he has respect for Finn. He believes in him and some other John Cena bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, I I'd, I'd agree. Like I think I think the IC title match really stole the show.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. No 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 question about that. The IC title match was the tops for me.
3: And Finn the winning is kind of cool, but at the same time it's just like uh, you know like they're not gonna have Finn beat Brock, are they?
0: I seriously doubt it. I mean they're they're giving him quite the push now, but.
3: There's no way.
0: Because also, yeah, now that Raw's out of the way, we also watched um, NXT UK this weekend.
3: Oh, yeah, I never finished it, but dude, that, uh. I really liked that tag team match to kick it off. Yeah. Did you like that one? Uh, most of it, I didn't
0: like the, uh, double spin around, but I think we've had that conversation before.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the ending wasn't so great, but there was definitely some sweet spots like when Tyler Bate did the uh shooting Star Press off the apron.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was dope. It was
3: uh, it, it was good.
0: Yeah, and Finn Balor made an appearance here too, so he got a little extra pushed even before the week began.
3: Yeah, yep. I saw that. I never got to see the main event, so I didn't get to see Walter.
0: It's one of those things that NXT has done lately where, like, it's not an absolute amazing match, but it's, like, a long match, you know?
3: Yeah. So, what'd you you think of Walter?
0: Yeah, Walter. Who are we talking about, Walter?
3: There's, like, didn't Walter make his debut at that show? Like, some huge guy that was just named Walter? At NXT UK? Yeah.
0: No. You sure? Uh, hang on, let me check my card. No. No Walter <laughs> on this card.
3: <laughs> well dude, I saw this fucking Walter debut and I don't know where it was, but it looked hilarious. Like I'd heard of the guy, but I just couldn't believe that this guy's name was just Walter. <laughs> but I really but I really liked it. I like a funny ass name Yeah, I like that the guy's name just Walter. So you sure he wasn't on that show? Yeah. I got
0: the card right here. Huh. The guy uh, facing off in the main event with Pete Dunn is Joe (laughs) Coffey.
3: Is is that how they pronounce his name? Yeah. Joe Coffey? Yeah. Wow, this is getting weird.
0: I know. He's a meat boy, though, if I remember correct.
3: Joe Coffey is?
0: Yeah, you don't expect a name like Joe. Oh, shit. You don't expect a name like Joe Coffey to uh, be a meat boy, but he, he was meaty, if I remember right. I just ripped the uh, back page, the, the first pay-per-view of my wrestling binder. That's what the oh shit was for. Oh my Once god. in 1998,
3: it's oh. oh my god. You gotta fix <laughs> it, Jeff. Don't let that thing fall apart. No, no. That's wrestling history. Yeah. Um, gotta show respect. But I found it. So Walter Walter was at that show. He just confronted Pete Dunn after the successful title defense. So maybe you just missed it.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember I was doing laundry. So as soon as the bell rang, I went to switch my shit. And some guy came in and debuted and was just staring down Pete Dunn. And I had no clue who he was. So that's Walter, huh?
3: That's Walter. He looks like he's got some meat.
0: I don't even remember what the dude looked like.
3: He's a meaty boy, he looks like he's got some meat, and like I don't know, I just was I've heard about this guy before, um I don't know where he comes from, but I just thought the name was hilarious, but yeah, so yeah he did he did show up at the show interesting, so we'll have to look out for Walter. Oh yeah. So, let's let's see here. What do you give Raw? How many stars?
0: I gave it last week.
3: 4? You gave it a generous 4.
0: I did give it a generous 4. I'll give it a I'll
3: give it a 3. Yeah, I I'll, I'll I'll give it a 3 too. I like Smackdown better myself. Uh, it's about the same for me. Yeah, they both really yeah. had. They had two. Each one had one really good match.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's get into some fucking SmackDown.
3: Yep. You want to kick us off on this uh Stone Cold esque Becky Lynch pull up? Yeah, I, I wish it was in a fucking pickup instead of a spaceship looking SUV. Yeah, it was an SUV. I think they. I think they knew that. What they were doing was extremely stone coldish. and They didn't want to just completely jacket-style. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, she pulled up, top of the show. She just pulls up in her SUV. And she's not in a parking lot. She's just in a garage. And she can park wherever the fuck she wants because she's the man. Yep. So
3: she just whips out and immediately uh, Charlie, or some, one of the backstage interview ladies... This uh, one was... Sorry, uh, okay? sorry, this one was Kayla Braxton. Who? Kayla Braxton. Okay. Yeah, they just started using her, but she used to do all the WWE live shows, so I've seen a lot of house shows, and she's always the host. Mm-hmm. But she's made her way to the big times. Okay,
0: cool. So, uh, yeah, she, she gets a little quick interview... Where, uh, I don't even remember what I just asked her in this interview, do you?
3: Uh, she said, Are you ready for Asuka? Who did? Yeah, she said, She asked, uh, Becky if she was ready for Oscar.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, well, I think Becky's just like, Basically, uh, you know the answer to that, and I know the answer to that, but I'm gonna go out in the ring and say it.
3: Yeah.
0: It's very stone cold asking.
3: Yeah, and then she threw, it, threw the keys at Kayla and told her to park it, and Kayla dropped the keys, so she said, good catch. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing was stone cold. It was so stone cold. Yeah. But it was cool.
0: And then she walks by a table featuring, once again, our new boys, Stakes and Weights Heavy Machinery,
3: with the New Day, and Big E's still just rubbing his pecs sexually. Yep. That'd
0: be a fifteen-yard penalty in the NFL.
3: <laughs> yeah, that is, that is, that has way too many sexual innuendos.
0: <laughs> so uh, they're they're talking about like make I don't know if they're trying to make pancake batter or what, but uh, steaks and weights boys just decides to add some ground chuck and some eggs and shit in the in the blender. Just
3: make a protein shake of, sh- of sorts. Yeah, it was just a meat shake. Yeah, it really was a meat shake. And uh,
0: the New Day one, nothing to do with that because it looks nasty. But uh, our boy Otis takes a big old gulp. <laughs> and then the, the man, Becky Lynch, steps onto the scene and she has herself a big old gulp as well.
3: Yep, she takes a sip and she says, that's a little weak. <laughs> yeah.
0: She had one liners out the ass tonight
3: she did, and otis otis was still he was still giving me that fab Bastard vibe <laughs> yeah I, I
0: think I think he's like the crazy one, and the other one's like trying to contain him all the time
3: yeah that's definitely the dynamic yeah uh I think he I think he is fab bastard dozer from here on out <laughs> I'm done so this one leads to the Becky in ring. Yeah,
0: Becky gets out and uh, talks some stuff about hype. And she makes a very valid point because people has been talking trash, apparently, saying that Becky's all hype, even though she had been running the division for the last five months. Yep. And uh, she's like, you want to talk about hype? Let's remember that last WrestleMania, Asuka was undefeated. And then what happened? She got
1: beaten and fell off
2: the face of the map. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories.
0: I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed
2: new episodes available now subscribe to the perfect scam podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts as things change
1: other things stay the same
3: Yep, she says the title's... Basically says the title's less relevant on Asuka, which is pretty true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's Pretty ruthless, but yeah.
3: I think it's just hard, which they ended up doing a good job with this, but I think it's just hard because the language barrier's so... so hard with Asuka. Yeah.
0: But by yeah, the end... An- Asuka interrupts here. Yeah. yeah. And, um... I think she made... Ba- her main... Point was that uh, she won't be uh, after Royal Rumble. Becky won't be in Charlotte's shadow. She'll be in Oscar's shadow.
3: Yep. But yeah, the language barrier does make it
0: like difficult to like you know have a back and forth.
3: Yeah, to get heat between the two, it's just, yeah, it's, like, it's, just it's just really hard to understand her. And then you got these idiots in the crowd doing the what chants. Oh yeah, that. Jesus Christ, <sighs> it's the worst. It's just it. It's the dark side of wrestling.
0: Well, this is in Birmingham,
3: Alabama. That's true. That is absolutely true. But it's just, man, when when you have somebody who doesn't speak English as the first language and they're trying and you get the what chance? It's just bad, man. Yeah. It just makes me feel sick. Like, oh my God, you you are some serious cavemen. <laughs> this is ridiculous, um, but yeah. After that, the Iconics come out, iconic, and yeah. um, for some reason, uh, I I don't know. For the reason why they came out is unknown.
0: Yeah, I I didn't, I didn't even notice that.
3: <laughs> yeah, they just like what do they? They have nothing to do with it. Like obviously they set up some matches, but they basically say they're gonna win the Royal Rumble and they're gonna win the Women's Tag Titles and Becky just challenges uh, one of them to a match uh, to prove to Asuka that she's the man.
0: Oh, yeah, it's badass. She just turns to Oscar. She's like, you want, you want some less talk and more, more action? Here's some action. And then turns around. Like, which one? Are, I, I wish she would have used the term dopes here, but she didn't.
3: I know. I love when she says dopes.
0: I, I wish she would have just been, which one of you dopes wants to lose to the man?
3: <laughs> so it ends up being Peyton Peyton Royce versus Becky Lynch. Yeah. With our second with another uh new face, Lacey Evans watches backstage. Uh, Which I, 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 I don't I don't know what I feel about her yet. I mean, I don't know anything about her. I don't uh, it was just it was a pretty lazy way to introduce her
0: watching so intently like if, if they're expecting her to just walk in and challenge Becky or Asuka
3: yeah I don't think yeah I don't think you've heard those stripes yet lady no you just sim- you're sipping a mint julep in the back yeah she's got a real Kentucky vibe oh
0: she's yeah she's a Southern Belle all the way she had the hat she had the gloves
3: yeah so we'll see how that goes um, um this match was okay. I mean, nothing. It wasn't too long. It was nothing. Nothing really. Is, actually, this match had a decent amount of time. I think.
0: It, it was too long for like that type of dominance. Like Becky should have squashed her.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: Especially since after this, Asuka didn't like that uh, Becky sh- asserted her dominance in that way. No. So Asuka forces Billy Kay into a match, and that that's a true squash match. That was over in like a minute and a half.
3: Yep. Yep. Asuka wins via Oscar Lock in a squash. Uh I thought they did an I thought they did a pretty nice job heating up the rivalry with the language barrier. Like, because at first I'm like, man, I don't know how they're gonna make us care about this, but by the end of it the crowd was into it. Yeah. So I thought they did an okay job. It's just hard when Asuka's the champ. Like we said with the language barrier, it just makes it super hard. I I well
0: I just don't think she'll get quite the pop that Becky gets. Like, Becky's still gonna be the favorite. Oh, for sure. So it'll be weird. Because she's not a heel, so she won't get any heat. No. It'll just be less cheers.
3: Yeah, which is weird.
0: Uh, So after this, uh, AJ interrupts the festivities to
3: take the long way up to the concession stand. Yeah, why didn't they just start there? I don't know. They, They interrupt like what the hell is AJ doing as he walks up the crowd? He comes down the ramp and then walks up the audience and then we come back from commercial and he's at a roped off concession stand. Yep, he's got b he's got hot dogs, he's got soda pop. Uh and he basically does the opposite of Daniel Bryan and promotes it. He says it's okay to eat schlongs. Yeah. It's okay to drink your soda out of your concession cup, out of your souvenir cup, and I say thank you Thank you, Daniel Bryan, because I or thank you, AJ Styles, because I always buy a souvenir cup, bitch.
0: See, it's, it's, it's damn hard to hear what he is saying. Yeah, the crowd
3: was super loud. Uh, yeah, but classic, like coming back from commercial fashion. There's a slight pause before the crowd erupted. Yeah, that was now amazing. Like all that was so good, dude. It was dead silent, and all of a sudden,
0: yeah. What?
3: yeah. You guys have to share. Yeah. So yeah, AJ or uh, Daniel Bryan is hiding in the crowd while AJ's making his weird speech that it's okay to eat hot dogs and junk food and soda. <laughs> and uh, he he attacks, Daniel Bryan attacks AJ from the crowd and uh, they go back and forth. AJ's spine busters him through a table of hot dogs and mustard yeah. and uh, Daniel Bryan's mustard problems continue because he's just covered in mustard now.
0: Seriously, he's, a, he's such a divorced dad.
3: Yeah, he really is. Like Wolf is spot on. The guy's a divorced dad. He's got a mustard stain on every goddamn shirt he owns.
1: He's just pissed off at
3: everybody. He's not going to go shopping for himself. No. I wouldn't be surprised if he had that mustard shirt on next week. <laughs> I hope he does. Yeah, I really do. That would be amazing. But, yeah, qu- quick side note me and Samantha got uh, tickets to Monday Night Raw up in Chicago in uh, March. Really? Yeah.
0: Man, that's going to be awesome.
3: Yeah. So, uh, we're super excited. Uh, it was funny because the night before, me, Andy, and Bork and uh, Becca were watching this. We're watching the CM Punk uh, pipe bomb. And uh, CM Punk is like. Talking about people that buy souvenir cups, like hating on them. And then the week before, I remember Daniel O'Brien was making fun of the souvenir cup? Yeah. So I'm like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm going to Chicago. I don't care what the fuck CM Punk says with his hating ass. We're getting that souvenir cup. <laughs> Big old fucking gallon of Coca Cola. And, cu- <laughs> and I'll probably smash a couple of hot dogs. Because AJ, yeah. AJ Styles says it's straight. Yeah, you can eat slung. Yeah, he's cool with it, man. I don't care what Daniel Bryan and CM Punk say. Yeah. Um. So that was the end of that. Oh, and then we got to... We got to talk about this ridiculousness. Then we got to the Jimmy and Jay Uso photo shoot where Jimmy receives a gift from Mandy Rose inviting him to her hotel room.
0: Oh, God, yeah.
3: So what do you think of this? So basically, long story short, he goes to the hotel room. Mandy is there in the robe looking like a nice skimpy outfit. And then she takes the robe off. She's wearing like lingerie. And then the unbelievable happens. A photographer comes out of the corner and like takes a picture of Jimmy Uso and Mandy Rose in the hotel room together. As if it's yeah. like a like a blackmail photo, you know, she's going to use to show Naomi. Mm-hmm. You see, where it doesn't make sense is that there's a video camera taping the whole thing.
0: Yeah, this is Monday Night Raw and it's live. <laughs> They've been taking it since 1993.
3: Yeah. Well, it's actually SmackDown. Oh, my bad. <laughs> We've been taking it. 2001,
0: Uh, I know sometimes on Thursday, sometimes on Friday, sometimes on Tuesday. Yeah. We've been saying it since 2001.
3: That's the thing. 99,
0: 99, excuse me.
3: That's the thing, man. There's already a video camera, so the footage of everything's already happening. It it made absolutely no sense.
0: Yeah, once once they pulled the (laughs) photographer out, I was like, really?
3: Yeah. So then Jimmy leaves the, room, the hotel room, and it was a trap. Naomi comes in. Naomi and Mandy get into it. and um, my question is, where did this start? Like why does I mean Mandy told Sony Deville backstage that she wants to break up Jimmy Uso and Naomi's marriage, And it's like, why?
0: Yes, it's all because she hates Naomi, but I don't know why she hates Naomi.
3: Yeah, we were never told that. That's the problem, man. This is a wrestling, yeah. this is a soap opera, and we do not know the reason why Mandy hates Naomi. We don't know.
0: I thought a lot of this was clunky as shit.
3: Oh, for sure.
0: I mean, I, I give I give her a thumbs up for trying. Like, this is Attitude Era-esque, but it's try to get back into that.
3: Yeah, you give him an easy E for effort.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously.
3: I mean, I mean, I I agree. It was kind of I, I agree. I have the same sentiment. Like, thanks for trying, but it it didn't make any sense. They had an extended fight which between Naomi and Mandy
0: which could have ended 20 seconds earlier. You know, like Yeah. Don't don't have two women one who can't wrestle fight in a carpeted hotel room because it doesn't look believable. No. You gotta have glass smashing or at least thrown into the walls. But Mandy jumped Naomi on the bed. They looked like schoolgirls.
3: Yeah, I need a I need a fake vase in there to bust over somebody's head. Yeah, that's the old go-to.
0: And and then then Mandy got away by throwing Naomi over a. Uh, 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 armchair. Yeah, on the carpet, god forbid
3: Yep. So, I agree. Very clunky. It was cool if they tried it. I like how they're mixing things up. I'm not hating, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it didn't make any sense. Uh, one thing I skipped over was Samoa versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, uh, uh
0: hang on. One more thing on uh, on that on that shit. Uh, you had mentioned, I think, last podcast that what this whole thing is missing is,
3: like, Jimmy Uso's interest. Yeah, yep.
0: And, like, this was the closest to uh, thinking, like, wait, does he have some interest? But it is all a trap, and I knew it was going to be a damn trap because they're married. Yeah. Like, you can't just have this little fucking white girl come out of nowhere and flaunt her shit and three weeks later Jimmy's, Jimmy's out of a marriage that, that's, not, that's not gonna happen this has to be more laid out
3: yeah, and, yeah.
0: sorry Mandy but you're not Trish Stratus
3: yeah I wish uh, I agree they should have gone all out with this thing Yeah, it should have been a slow burn which eventually leads to Jimmy cheating on Naomi with Mandy like now we're talking yeah it, now, di- now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, a divorce papers are served. I mean, let's go all the way here. <laughs> That's I agree. That would have been awesome, but no, they're just they're fucking around here. Yep. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, Joe and Ali. <clears throat>
0: nothing much there. Um, I thought it would have been a good match, but Joe just attacked Mustafa Ali when he was uh, up greeting the crowd on the turnbuckle. And in classic SmackDown Joe fashion, he gets somewhere in the middle of the show where he's going to have a match and he just blows up a spot and leaves.
3: Yep. he Other was times
0: to Joe do that?
3: A lot. And he was, he was throwing Ali viciously into the turnbuckle posts and, and Mustafa Ali was selling it extremely well. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So for being a short spot, it, it, was, it was definitely good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that, that, I mean,
0: that could be a low-card match.
3: Yeah, true that, true that. So, I like Mustafa Ali, so maybe if that goes somewhere, I'm fine with that. Yeah, same here. Uh, and then the match of the night. Oh, yeah. WWE really patted themselves all over their back to give us this one, <laughs> but they gave it to us. Yeah, they really did. Like they they were so proud of themselves for recognizing that people liked Mysterio and Almas. Yep. Well. So they gave us
0: a one-on-one. Well, Jeff, I'm
3: pretty sure they dropped CN Almas. Did you notice? There was no did mention. They? There was no mention of CN Almas all night. He was Andrade. Really. Yep. They never said CN Almas. Not during you know his introduction. Not when he came out. Not not all the broadcasters specifically said Andrade. Uh, that that's wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it, but I I like the full name. It's a badass name. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep calling him Andrade, C. and Almus. Yeah. But yeah, take notice to that. Let me know if I'm wrong. Pretty sure that he's just Andrade now.
0: And you you can you can say like this is. <clears throat> king of the hill style this is match of the year someone knock it off we're gonna be sitting here for months waiting for a match to knock this one off
3: yeah yeah this is this is a great fucking match Rey mysterio still got it like all the way yeah totally he's so good i think it's his size since he's so small you know because yeah. like the big guys can't last this long I n I don't think he's that old, but he's just been doing it forever.
0: Yeah. And when he first came back, like I thought like, oh shit, he like he's not doing uh West Coast Pop anymore. I are we seeing old Mysterio? But man, he is fucking back full in action.
3: Yep, he had a uh there was a sit down power bomb uh on the outside of the ring that Andrade did to Ray. Yeah. And that looked hardcore as hell. Yeah, that was
0: that was super hardcore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Mysterio Mysterio had a boom DDT for sure yep Um, yeah the first half of the match like this was
0: straight cruiserweight man yep and the first half of the match was kind of similar to what we see in UK with a lot of wacky chain wrestling but the second half really got fucking I mean like the second three fourths, fours I'd say like 75% of it was a lot of real fucking fast paced shit.
3: Yep. I mean, there's
0: a lot of of twists, a lot of ins and outs.
3: Yeah. A lot of, like a lot of stuff that I couldn't like put a name to at all.
0: Nope. You just gotta see it. It's like artwork.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. And I think the, I think the professional, like the, you know, Saxton and, and, uh, Corey and, uh, Tom were having trouble themselves.
0: Yeah, because they just kept saying, do you see how fast this is going?
3: Yeah, like, I, I didn't know what to call a lot of those moves. No. Uh, Corey pulled out a thing called the Crucifix Bomb. Oh, that was badass. That was badass. Were, were you familiar with that move before this?
0: I've heard the term, but I thought it was uh, a power bomb.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it. I mean, I'm sure Corey used it right, but I'd never heard that before. But that was pretty cool.
0: Um, yeah, the crucifix bomb. That was where like Ray was like standing, like as if as a crucifix. Like all this the uh, vertical beam on the crucifix, and then Ray like somehow got caught on his back. Yeah. Uh, perpendicular to him.
3: Yeah, like and the this, yeah, like the horizontal beam
0: momentum to like flip him over into a pin.
3: Yeah, yep, yeah, that's the one.
0: It, it was badass.
3: That was badass. I mean, there were so many. I mean, I think the ba- the most badass, well, I don't know, it's debatable, but uh Ray came off the top rope. Um Andrade was on the apron and Ray came off the top rope and did a <clears throat> hurricane Rata to the outside.
0: Yeah, that was dangerous shit.
3: Yeah, Andrade took a rough-ass bump. Yeah, and it, and if he wouldn't have been
0: spot on with catching Ray there, then Ray would have had a broken net.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was crazy as hell. Like, the bump that he took, like, he literally hit that ground and bounced like six inches just flat yeah. on his back.
0: Seriously. This, this is a good-ass match, man.
3: Andrade did his uh, double moonsault thing he does, which I've always loved.
0: Yeah, where uh, it looked like he's just gonna give Ray a moonsault, and then Ray rolls out of the way. Andrade lands on his feet, and then does another moonsault off the ground.
3: Yep, yep. And then they did—they also did the same move they did last week. Um, and the the announcers kind of were talking about it too, where uh, Ray's like in the power bomb position, and then he flips over and does like a pile driver to Andrade. Which, yeah. which I, th- that's just, that moves weird to me because like you don't see a lot of, obviously you don't see pile drivers, but you don't see much that's even close to it anymore. No. In WWE, I mean, like that moves a classic indie circuit move that people do to pop the crowd, but you never see it in WWE and they did it two weeks in a row. I mean, it's basically a pile driver.
0: Now I'm so unused to it that both weeks it looked like All was doing a move to Ray.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is a little confusing. I don't know if like WWE cameramen don't know how to shoot it or what. Yeah, no, I agree. It is a little like I'm getting used to it, so I understand it. But yeah, it it just amazed me because it's basically a pile driver. I can't believe they let him do it. Yeah. I think I think that was all the big moves that I remember. But it was just it was just a great fucking match, back and forth, really fast. Oh
0: yeah, and they gave him a lot of time to work.
3: Yeah, you yep. know.
0: I didn't like the ending.
3: No man, he's got to find a different move.
0: Well, I, I don't have a problem with the hammerlock DDT.
3: I don't have a they problem. Just... I don't have a problem with it. It's just like Andrade is so so cool. Like he just needs something cooler.
0: Oh yeah, I mean th- this move was like a Randy Orton. He did it off the top like. With Ray, Ray's feet dangling off the top rope. Yep. But uh, I, what I didn't like was how shitty the distraction was. It made no sense. Why is she distracting the ref? And why
3: did that matter? Yeah, the distraction wasn't needed. There was no low blow. No. I thought he was going to go up for the low blow, which would have made sense. But yeah, don't get it. Yep, almost
0: wins via a hammerlock DDT. Yep. With a little shittily done distraction.
3: And I don't know how they stretch this out to Mania, but that'd be a sweet-ass Mania match.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm sure they'll come up with something to do with those two.
0: You know what's kind of, I mean, they're not considered cruiserweights, but it's kind of whack how 205 Live exists, and then this thing came along and just shit on 205 Live because we still never hear about it.
3: No. And apparently, like, I don't know, some people really like it, I just, there's so much wrestling content, I can't watch it, I can't ever get to it. I don't know, I I, I forget about it. Yeah, so I I can't really comment and say it's bad, because maybe it's not, but I just, yeah, they don't don't promote it well. No. So, Um, that's one thing.
0: Yeah, like I was about to say, let's have all Miss and Ray for the Cruiserweight title, but...
1: I don't want Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.
0: i to fucking send them off to that
3: hellhole. That purgatory. Yeah. I agree, but I mean, who better to be uh, a Cruiserweight champion than one of those two? I mean, honestly. Oh, for sure. So then we had the final event of the night was Miz's birthday bash for Shane McMahon. The co-bestie birthday bash. Yep. Which was pretty funny, actually. Miz is just so good. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. The dude is just, like... Miz gives uh, Shane McMahon some shoes. He runs him a video package. Uh... It's just hilarious. He starts to sing Happy Birthday, but the bar interrupts. They don't just set the bar. They are the bar.
0: Yeah. I, I thought it was good up until the bar came in.
3: Yeah, the only good thing the bar supplied was the fact that they said Vince doesn't give a shit about Shane. And then... uh <laughs> And then... The, I, I, My favorite part of the whole night for Miz... Was when Shane uh, decides that it's gonna be Miz versus Sheamus, and Shane's like, "Whoa, come on! I'm not ready to wrestle. Like, what are you doing here? I'm in my I'm in my suit." And uh, Shane just totally manipulates him into fighting Sheamus. He's like, "Well, I mean, I w- I wasn't ready for the match when I won the uh, Best in the World title." And blah blah blah, and you could just see the the face of Miz just totally changes. Like, he totally falls for it. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right." Yeah, I'm the Miz. Yeah, I can do this. He just totally falls for it. And the Miz is like, is that what you want? Is that what you want for your birthday? He was was like a little brother trying to make his older brother proud or something. I know, it's great. So yeah, we end up getting uh, Miz versus Sheamus.
0: And yeah, there's nothing to this.
3: Nope, except the uh so Miz ends up winning, right? Huh? Miz wins, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Corbin I mean Cesaro tried getting involved and Shane uh
0: trapped Cesaro by the by his belt buckle and threw him through the table with one of the one of the birthday cakes.
3: Yep. And then, and then
0: uh, uh right yeah. after that Miz wins I don't
3: know uh how I didn't write that down. No, I don't remember either. I I, I knew that he won, but I don't remember how. But I remember what happens after that.
0: Yeah, after that, uh... They convince Shane to do one more, uh... Uh... Buckle-to-buckle kicks on Sheamus.
3: A A coast-to-coast.
0: Yeah, coast-to-coast. That was the fucking term I was looking for. And Miz decides to go and get the other cake.
3: (laughs) The chocolate cake?
0: Yeah. So he goes and grabs the chocolate cake and puts it uh, this this made little sense, but he puts it <laughs> facing states <laughs> New Jordan's.
3: Yeah. It did make a little sense. I didn't even think of that. Why wouldn't you face the cake towards the victim?
0: Yeah. And then even though it's not a steel chair, he places like a foot away from Seamus' face. So what happens? It's Shapes, shakes, shake, kick
3: short because you know he's getting old. Yep, he can't make it as far as he used to. And he graces
0: the cake, and the cake just basically like explodes without pitting Sheamus at all.
3: Yep. <laughs> but I still, I still thought it was funny. The Miz is just
0: no, no, no. It's good. It's funny. I'm just hating on it.
3: The Miz is just so good, man. Like, what is he gonna do for Mania? I don't know. We still yeah, got a lot so of time. The, uh, thing we, yep, we still got a lot of time.
0: Yeah, the road to WrestleMania hasn't even got Eric.
3: Nope. But I really hope they beat the bar at Royal Rumble. Like why yeah, like yeah, maybe. why not? I don't know. What do we got going in the in that department? Like we've seen Uso's New Day in the bar so much. Yeah the the well is run dry yeah in my opinion so I don't see why the co-besties the best tag team in the world can't be champs <laughs>
0: uh, I'm not sure dude like I I, I think they will like they, they gave them I was not expecting
3: this to be the main event did you? no not at all like I was like oh shit they're running out of time what is the uh like what the fuck's gonna be the main event Yep. And then they just rolled the birthday bash and that kept that rolled into this match, and I'm like, okay, so this is the main event. That's weird. It was really weird, but it was the main event. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I liked SmackDown better this week, probably due to the uh the Andrade Cien Almas versus Rey Mysterio Junior match.
0: Yeah, it's definitely better than the I C triple threat, but both are great. I mean, Match of the year for Andrade and Mysterio. Let's 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 see if anything tops it. Yeah. Just keep that keep that in the back yeah. of your mind, listeners. It
3: is an early uh, it's an, it's an early number one, but it could hold strong.
0: Yeah.
3: Oops! Did you hear that? Toot. A little toot in the background. If anybody caught it. Give it a clap. All right, hold on.
0: Or do you have any other better effect?
3: Nope, this deserves a clap. Thank you. Alright, so, if anybody's enjoying what they hear, give us a follow on Instagram. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And stay tuned for more. And like I said, next week we got Lucha Liber coming on. To the podcast for the Royal Rumble go home shows for a breakdown and he will be our special guest prognosticator for some picks of who's going to take it home. The biggest pick of them all will be, of course, who will win the Royal Rumble and go on to face uh, whoever they want. We'll see who they face, but most likely Bork Laser or Daniel Bryan. In my opinion. That's I I I dunno. What do you think? You think these these same champs will be there at WrestleMania? Uh could be AJ. Yeah, it could be AJ.
0: How many times champ is he now?
3: I think just two, right?
0: That'd be my guess. Like he had the last title forever that it just seemed like multiple runs, you know?
3: That's what I mean, I think he's had it a shit ton, but I think he's only a two time champ.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'd say I'd say AJ and uh Bork Laser.
3: Yep. I don't think Bork Laser's UFC fight's even been scheduled yet. No. So I don't know. I think I think he's gonna keep it. I don't think Finn Balor's <laughs> I think Vince is just playing with the universe here. He's like, so, oh, you guys like Finn Balor? Okay, let him face Brock. Let him face Brock. Seriously. <clears throat> um. So yeah, that pretty much does it for the week in wrestling. I thought it was a pretty good week.
0: Yeah, I give, I give SmackDown a slight edge.
3: I do too. And then I got to finish that UK, but I thought the NXT TakeOver UK was pretty good too. Yeah, it was solid. And keep an eye on Walter because he's got the funniest name in wrestling. <laughs> so before we get out of here, Jeff, we we gotta get an update on those Chicago Bulls. Are you ready? Sure am. All right. Hold on one second.
0: You got sounds for me? Oh, I don't
3: ha- I don't remember which one it is. Hold on, we're gonna do some on air testing. Didn't I have, like, a sports one? Nope, that's a whistle. Here we go. They play that at basketball games, don't they? Oh,
0: of course they do.
3: Okay. Alright, now it is time for your 30-second Bulls update. You gonna have your stat book?
0: I haven't decided. I normally do, but these are prime seats. So I, and and Adam and Jay are going, so I'd like to enjoy myself.
3: Oh yeah, then don't do it. But where's your seats? You got prime seats?
0: Yeah, uh, like row sixteen or something oh. behind the bolts. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude.
3: Those must have been pretty, cause the the Nuggets are good.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's funny, man. Um, this this Bulls update's going getting sidetracked already, but uh, uh, so I went to buy the tickets yesterday, and last night the Warriors were in town.
3: Yep, I saw that. And uh, standing room only for
0: the Warriors game was sixty five bones. Holy mackerel! And out
1: here, that's expensive. We're a small
0: market. Yeah. To get a seat, it'd be ninety-five.
3: Yeah. So, if you don't mind me asking, how much was the row sixteen at the Bulls games?
0: One fifteen.
3: Okay. Oh, that's not terrible.
0: No, considering that, like for this game, they're trying to sell like the cheapest lower bowl anywhere, which would be shit lower bowl, like behind the baseline. That was like one thirty-five. So,
3: you see the price difference between. The NBA's best and the NBA's worst. Oh yeah, I mean, God at the at the at the Bulls game, standing seats like do you just they just give those away? Five bucks, like at home. I, mean, I remember back when they were good, they were like well, we I think we scored for twenty five. Yeah, when Damn. they when they were good, standing room was twenty five or thirty. But then again, it wasn't like they were playing like those weren't top tier teams.
0: No, that's true. We, we we would go when the Raptors were shit.
3: Yep. I would, this is really getting sidetracked, but didn't we go to the one of the Celtics games? Yeah. That was a good game.
0: I think the Bulls won that game.
3: Yeah, it was Celtics-Bulls. Celtics, this wasn't the playoffs though, but it was near the playoffs, right? Yeah. And we had standing room. That's when we went with Jesse. Yeah, Jesse and Copster. Yeah, that was a good-ass game. That was probably my favorite Live Bulls game. Yeah, that was that was
0: hot. We, we got out of there quick, too, because we got no VIP parking.
3: Yeah, we did. <laughs> All right, well, if, if, you go, if you go to United Center, drive, drive a conversion van. They'll give you the best spot in the house. Yep, you got to roll in there big dog style. Okay, Bulls
0: fans. So, like I say, we're grinding through this West Coast trip. We are 0-4 on the trip. (laughs) We have uh, lost to, we we started off by losing to Portland. Went down and got our ass kicked by Golden State. The next night they played in Utah and I had no fucking idea, but they lost that game too. And then last night, uh, they played the LeBron-less Lakers out in L.A. First half is a good game, and the fact that it's close, and the Bulls had an edge. But that's because the Lakers just played like shit. Uh, Second half, Lakers got the edge and uh, started to get some separation. Put in the C-squad, and the Bulls made a little bit of a comeback, uh cut it down to like four or five points, but ended up losing by seven. Rough. Yep. They're sitting at fourteenth in the east, second to last in the NBA by
3: one game. Fourteen and what? Oh no, they're fourteenth in the east. Oh. Their record is ten and thirty four. <laughs> oh my god. There's no way you're gonna get to your prediction. <laughs> hey man, here's hoping. Yeah, here's the hoping. Uh, what's the guy from Duke that's really good that people want to draft
0: Zion Williamson
3: yeah dying for Zion have you heard about this
0: yeah I'm conflicted because I mean you just drafted Wendell and Lowry
3: well it's like if they're trying they could still get Zion Uh, like the Bulls are bad enough that even if they're trying they could still get Zion Williams you know what I mean Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's not just dying for Zion, it's dying or trying, either way, Zion. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same with the Cavs. True that. Didn't the Cavs beat the Bulls?
0: Uh, they each are beating each other, I believe.
3: The Cavs beat somebody decent recently, and I remember I saw it and was surprised. Lakers. Oh, yeah. God, the Lakers suck without LeBron. Yep. Yeah. That's rough.
0: Well, They're, they're without uh, Rajon, too. Yeah. So it's just Bonzo and Tyson and uh, Kuzma. That's and true. I don't know. I, I don't think Hart was playing. If he did, then he fucking disappeared. But, um... So they, they,
3: they redid the draft this year to prevent taking. Did you hear about this? The lottery? No. Explain that to me. So now, um... The
0: lottery, basically, depending on how shitty your team was the season before, uh, you get more balls or more of a percentage to get the number one pick. You know you know how that works?
3: Yeah, okay. But it's still a lottery, like a physical lottery ball comes out. Yep. But they
0: just have it weighted, so like the number... Like, the team who barely missed the playoff has, like, a shit ton of balls in there, so they're very likely to get called first and not be the top pick.
3: Okay, gotcha.
0: Um, so, anyway, to prevent tanking this year, they lessen the odds. Like, before, the number one pick had had the highest odds. Now the bottom three in the league uh, all have the same high odds and it's it's not that high
3: so you don't have to be the worst team in the league to have the best chance
0: no you want to be one of the worst three
3: so it really doesn't prevent tanking does it
0: uh extreme tanking yeah okay because like like the percentage is less than from like a number four number five worst team like the the number four or five worst team could also now have a have more of a chance to get the number one pick. This is very confusing without numbers.
3: So you're saying the the gap between being third worst in the league and eighth worst in the league isn't as wide. Correct. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So okay, I got gotcha. you. But still, for the Bulls, so uh, what we're saying is still right. The Bulls have a good chance to get in Zion.
0: I'm conflicted with that.
3: Well, you wouldn't want him?
0: I mean, I don't know what you do with Wendell, then. Is he done? Do you just waste that pick?
3: I mean, I don't think they'd be scared to. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, I don't know. I don't watch college basketball, so I can't tell you. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be that good. Could just be a flash yeah. in the
0: pan. Yeah, who the hell knows of these kids, man? I don't know shit about drafting.
3: Nope. So the Bulls that, are... That's your 30-second Bulls update. <laughs> 30 second. It was probably about five minutes. That's all right. They run a little long traditionally.
0: Yeah.
3: So thank you for that 30-second Bulls update, Jeff. Let's uh, go ahead and give you a round of applause. Yeah, basketball, buddy. Let's go Bulls. Let's go Bulls. And the, real quick before we get out of here, the Chicago Bears pick up Chuck Pagano as their defensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I don't really have any thoughts on him. What do you think?
3: I think he's good. Uh, who uh, was who, who he with last year? I just saw him. Ravens? Colts. Colts, yep.
0: He, he's a useless sound montage uh, Hall of Famer, so...
3: Wait, did I get the name right? Was it really Chuck Pagano? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's gonna be good. I don't know. I mean I I didn't want to lose Vic at all, so I'm not saying it's gonna be better than him, but what can he do? Yeah,
0: I I mean I didn't know he's a defensive guy, but I mean he's gotta know something if he got promoted to the head coach, right? <laughs>
3: You would think. It's hard to tell nowadays. Yeah. Hard to tell.
0: Right. Well, go Bears.
3: Hey, go Bears. I just could have sworn he was on the Ravens last year, but he was not in the league last year. Really? Yeah, apparently not. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that's, that's your Chicago Bulls update and a quick update on what the Chicago Bears are doing. We're going to be back. We're gonna be better than ever. We're coming back. We're the monsters of the midway. Cody Parkey's gonna be gone. Matt Nagy hates him. Woo! <laughs> so do you have anything else to add today, Jeff, before we get out of here? Uh let's let's figure out if let's figure out the number thirty slots for the rumble. We we know okay, that you still doing our truth and Carmella? I was gonna say it's still our truth and Carmella.
0: Figure out something to do with that. Let's get hyped for the Rumble.
3: I'm hyped. Yep, we're gonna be another thing we're gonna be doing uh, this WrestleMania season is we're gonna be counting the amount of times that there's a point to the WrestleMania sign. Yeah. You know the traditional WrestleMania sign point. We're gonna be counting those. Yep, we're gonna be counting those. It's gonna start at the Royal Rumble. That'll be your first point. And then we'll count them from there. What? Let's get a prediction on uh, how many points they're going to be, real quick, Jeff. What do you think?
0: Oh, man, on camera points, I'm going to say
3: fifty. Yeah, I was going to. I would put the over under fifty. I'll go over and I will pick sixty eight points.
0: Oh, nice.
3: So. I like that. Yeah, we're gonna see how many points, and uh, maybe maybe we'll get a little more in depth. See who the 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 point leader is. Yeah, yeah, you could take some stats on who's actually pointing. That's a good idea. Yeah. So a reminder for next week: we're gonna have Lucha Libre on with us for the Royal Rumble Go Home Show. And again, if you like what you hear, give us a follow on Instagram, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And we are the original hot dog boys. Hot dog for life. Yeah, so when you see those hot dog signs out in the crowd, just know that we started this hot dog shit. And, and we're going to keep it alive. Yeah, we're 100% beef frankfurters, you know what I'm saying, kosher beef, the high dollar shit. We are the hot dog boys. So if you want that hot dog talk, you come to us, okay? Hot dog boys for life. Night, night. Night, night.
1: Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon.